everybody. Welcome to episode 33 of Words of Grace podcast. I'm your host, as always, Beth Zena. Uh, once again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot to post um, last week's episode until today. Um, last week was just really crazy, and I have a reminder on my phone. And like I said last week, um, it always goes off right when I get home from work and in the middle of getting the dog out and whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'll get to it later. And then I never do. So um, I did post it. Uh, and today's your lucky day because since I have the day off of work, I'm able to record and post in the same day. Um, so there will be two episodes up um, in one day. So yay, congratulations. Um, this is a special episode in the fact that it is our last for the time being. Um, I don't know if there are plans to pick it up again, maybe in a couple months or maybe, you know, half a year. Um, but my aunt has put so much work and effort into writing up these devotionals. Um, each week, and I so appreciate all her hard work, and I definitely understand needing a break, so um, she's going to be taking a little time off from writing um, these up, and I'll be taking time off from posting, Um, but we hope to maybe come back later. Uh, No promises for that happening anytime soon, but um, be sure to, you know, keep up with our Facebook page, and maybe you'll see something about uh, new episodes in the future. Um, I would really do appreciate all the support I've had the past, I don't know, I guess it's been like half a year, um, that I've been doing this. I have loved, um, I don't know, I've just loved having intentional study, um, each week and sharing some thoughts with you guys. And, um, I've really been encouraged by, those of you who have said they've been listening, especially those who've been listening since day one, um, and the people who have reached out to me and said how much they appreciate certain lessons, I, uh, it always touches my heart, and it makes me feel like, I don't know, that it was worthwhile, so it's been a fun experiment, and um, hopefully we'll come back to it, but if we don't, just know how much it has encouraged me, and I just pray it continues to encourage y'all. Um, once I talk to my aunt a little bit more, I'll be able to give more details about, um, maybe where you can find all of our episodes that you can download and have, um, until we come back. I think I might be able to put together a Google Drive, um, and any details regarding that I'll be putting on the Facebook page. And... I know that um, we might just have we might have some little surprises. We'll see. Uh, I'll just keep you all posted on the Facebook page, as I keep saying. And um, yeah, so this is it. This is the last episode. Um, last week, or I guess today, <laughs> the episode I just posted was a really short lesson, just to remind us about how our hope and our confidence is in Christ and in um, what 
the Lord does for us. So that was a good reminder. Um, and this week I will be having uh, two lessons um, about remembering our blessings and um, looking forward to heaven. So without further ado, let's get started. Kenny Chesney sings a country song titled The Good Stuff. It reflects on life's mishaps, not the good and perfect things, but the little imperfect moments which weave their way into our lives. It's the things we remember when they are no more. The moments when we look back and realize what God has given us. The moments that make our life ours. Physically speaking, these lyrics are intended to reflect on the best part of life. The things we cherish, and for most of us, wouldn't trade them for the world. Spiritually thinking, however, I can't help but think we are blessed with the good stuff too. The stuff which is showered from above if we are in Christ. In comparison, these are good and perfect. But do we cherish them the same? I love the reminder our Father provides for us concerning these gifts. James writes in James chapter 1 verses 16 to 18. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or changing shadow. James reminds us that all our gifts are good and perfect, and they come from one source, God. Our spiritual blessings are abundant when we are in Christ. Paul puts it this way in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He goes on to enumerate these blessings we have in him. The list includes that we are chosen, found in verse 4. We are adopted, found in verse 5. We are forgiven, found in verse 7. We are extended grace, also found in verse 7. We have an inheritance found in verse 11, and we have a guarantor of all these blessings, the Holy Spirit, found in verses 13 through 14. God assures us that he keeps his promises, and our blessings in Christ are constant. As he is unchangeable, so are our blessings. As long as we abide in Christ, he won't fail us. He won't change his mind. He won't renege. How comforting is that? Although these two aspects of our blessings are on somewhat different levels, I love how our spiritual and physical lives abound in the good stuff. Both give value and reason to cherish. Um, this past weekend, I was able to attend a fabulous Bible study on unconditional contentment. And one of the strategies that we talked about for living contentedly was to remember our spiritual blessings and reminisce on the good times we have had in our life. Cherishing these good things will help during trials and even in the day-to-day to to be more aware of how richly blessed we are in Christ. Make sure to cherish those blessings. Love your life. Love one another. Love your God. Love yourself. Life is too short for anything else. Today's beautiful moments are tomorrow's beautiful memories, and that's the good stuff. I just want to read one more verse before I move on to the next um, lesson in this episode. Psalm 37 and verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. What more can we ask for under the sun? Thankfully, though, the blessings under the sun are not 
all the good that awaits us. For the next couple minutes, I'll be sharing some thoughts on heaven and the greater blessings that await us there if we delight ourselves in the Lord. Years ago, my uncle preached a sermon on heaven. He referenced the song, Heaven Will Surely Be Worth It All, and began to enumerate the reasons why. The topic was sentimental because several people in his congregation had recently lost loved ones and had miscarried babies. My aunt alone had miscarried three. My uncle suggested that heaven would be a big family reunion of sorts when we will reunite with loved ones who have gone before. At the end of the sermon, he began to look around the room and mention by name those who had passed away, and with each mention, he looked at the family members remaining and asked, won't it be wonderful there? One by one, we all began to visualize our heavenly reunion, and the tears began to fall. I could hear sniffling from every corner of the building. My uncle looked at my aunt, mentioned their three babies, and said in the sweetest voice, Kim, we can finally meet our children. Won't it be wonderful there? Thinking of his own reunion with their children, his strong demeanor began to crack, and his tears also began to fall. Needless to say, my aunt lost it not with a soft, sniffling type of cry, but the loud, heaving one. With tears rolling from all our eyes, the congregation began, became a sniffling mess as the Kleenex box was being passed around the room. I will never forget that sermon, and I get chills just reading about it, but I will especially not forget the sentiment behind it. Heaven will be surely be worth it all, and it will be wonderful there. I love how the scriptures give us descriptive language concerning heaven. John paints a vivid picture, playing on our humanity, stirring emotions such as beauty, value, and intimacy. Notice these verses from Revelation 21. Verse 2 reads, And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And in verse 4 we read, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And finally, in verses 10 and 11 we read, And the, he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain, and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of the heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. John describes the city of gold in such a way that we certainly don't want to miss out on how beautiful heaven must be. But as appealing as these things may be, I think my uncle got it right years ago. A huge heavenly attraction which pulls at our heartstrings is the loved ones we will see one day. Paul comforts us concerning this thought. He says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13-17, through 17, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Christ died and rose again, even so, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then he who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with our Lord. 
Paul concludes in verse 18 by saying, Encourage one another with these words. I look back years ago and think my uncle did just that. He encouraged a special group of people to invest in heaven. He recalled those loved ones who had fought the good fight, and he invited us to join in the reunion. The same encouragement is needed today. Those age-old tunes still ring loud and true. The reunion is awaiting us all. Heaven will surely be worth it all, and it will be wonderful there. Make an investment in heaven today. Commit your life to Christ. Fight the good fight, and I'll see you at the reunion. So yeah, that's all I have for today. Um, I I don't know. I just it's been good doing these lessons, and um, I hope that they have been good for you. Uh, I guess um, just keep looking at the Facebook page. If you don't follow us there already, you can search Words Grace Podcast and um, like our page. And if we make a return we will surely be posting there um and in the meantime there may be some links and some information about ways you can um still partake in what we've done this half year um i guess in the meantime i hope that uh these lessons that we've prepared um have been encouraging and that you'll continue to think on these things and be encouraged to, um, continue walking faithfully and, um, looking to Christ and the scriptures of how to live godly and, um, how to, uh, I don't know, just how to let, um, your life be guided and be filled with words of grace. So thank you so much for your support, and I hope I can talk at you guys again. Until then, bye.